with the Houston Astros, it's all about bringing back your hometown player. And unfortunately, the Astros weren't able to bring back J.B. Buskowskis because he was designated for assignment by the Arizona Diamondbacks. But unfortunately, the Mariners put a claim on him and now he's on their team. So I know we're all a little bit sad about that, but the former uh, first round pick would have been uh, a really interesting addition. But we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about... Uh, international signing period that happened. We're talking about arbitration numbers. Did uh, the Astros offer all that? And uh, then we'll talk about some more on this edition of the Talking Strohs podcast. This is Billy Wagner. You are listening to Talking Strohs. This is JD Davis. You are listening to Talking Strohs. This is Alex Wagner. You're listening to Talking Strohs. Hey, this is Joe Musgrove. You're listening to Talking Strohs. You are listening to Talking Strohs with Eric and Brandon. Talk, talk, talk. We talk all offseason about the Houston Astros, the world champion Houston Astros on the Talking Strohs podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on t- Twitter at Eric Talk Strohs. You find the show at Talking Strohs. And uh, Brandon, where can he find you at? My name is Brandon Del Castillo. I am the baseball lawyer. You can find me on Twitter at B-Ball Lawyer. You're listening to Talking in Strohs with Eric and Brandon. If you love the Strohs, you gotta listen. And guys, make sure you check us out on Gallery Sports. Gallery Sports is a great uh, site started by Mattress Mac and Fred Fowler. And uh, we're doing a great job over there with giving you analysis of the Texans. Yes, Texans are going out after some big name coaches out there. So what are they saying over at Gallery Sports and the Rockets? The Rockets aren't the best team, but um, the rumors about James Harden coming to Houston next year. Uh, that's a little bit interesting. So go check out Gallery Sports and check out Talking Strohs once a week with Eric and Brandon. So let's go and get this show on the road. Um, I think I've talked enough about J.B. Biskowskis. Uh, he's a former Astros top prospect who uh, the Astros traded. Uh, he hasn't really amounted to much. The Diamondbacks needed space. They DFA'd him. And now uh, the Astros could have uh, selected him, but the Mariners had the uh, had a chance to get him before the Astros did. So I don't know if they would have gone back and got him, but it's good to see the Astros doing a caravan again. And it's really good to see them for the first time in the history of the caravan going out to Uvalde, Texas, especially after what happened to just uh, continue the Astros presence out there and just say that, hey, you're not alone out there. And so it's good to see the players giving back to community. And Jeremy Pena had some nice things to say about um, the 2023 season. He says, I think the only goal is to do it again. I think we have the pieces to do it. And on uh, spending the offseason as a world champion, he says, I tell you what, it feels better than spending it not as a world champion. So world's, words of wisdom from Jeremy Pena. Now to you, Brandon. Well, speaking of world champions, Eric, let's talk about some of those players that are uh, that are world champions that are going to be on this team next year trying to get back uh, and repeat. We had uh, the arbitration numbers come out this week. And uh, the Astros actually had eight arbitration-eligible players uh, signed with six of them, Fromber, uh, Ryan Stanek, Jose Arquiti, Phil Maton, Mauricio Dubon, and Blake Taylor. 
The two that have not um, come to an agreement with are Kyle Tucker and Christian Javier. Javier's was a pretty close number. Three million um, for the Astros is the number that the Astros came in with. 3.5 million is the number that Javier came in. You know, Javier, um, 148 innings last year. That's that's it. You could expect that uh, innings number to increase. Right. Uh, in, in 148 innings, 194 strikeouts, 2.54 ERA. But what we really remember is his dominance uh, in the playoffs. Nobody could hit him. Obviously, the uh, the combined no hitter, which he started. So, um, you know, Javier definitely uh, has upped his value. You'd think that uh, there'd be a, you know, between three and three point five. There's a, a really good looking number right there in the middle that uh, the teams could probably agree on. Um, but uh, we'll see if they decide to go to uh, arbitration over that. You know, the other thing we can talk about is whether or not uh, Javier Framber and Tucker uh, are going to be working uh, on an extension. Uh, and sometimes uh, as they try to figure out these arbitration numbers, that's a good time to talk extension. But you need a GM to do that. We'll we'll get into that later in the show. But um, Tucker is the one last player I haven't talked about with his arbitration filings. He filed at seven point five million. The Astros filed at five million. That was the largest gap between any player and any team. Two point five million. Tucker uh, for the second year in a row going over thirty home runs. His batting average dropped a little bit this year to two fifty seven, down from. Uh, over 290 last year, and he had a 107 RBIs. We all know uh, about his presence in that lineup. Uh, he's an up and coming superstar, and not all his value is at the plate either. Uh, gold glove winning um, outfielder. He's going to steal you some bases. Uh, great base runner, smart player, um, and uh, he's a guy you really want to uh, try to lock up. What, what are your thoughts on the arbitration numbers? I know that the Blue Jays and Bo Bichette are about $2.5 million apart themselves, so I don't know what the exact numbers are for him, but that's something. Uh, so uh, I think that if you're looking at two young stars like Tucker and Bichette, those are stars that you, you really need to take care of. And I know that if you're looking at Christian Javier, there's if you're going to go in front of an arbitrator and say, well, I don't think he deserves this because he only pitched 148 innings, Part of that was the fact that you had him as a reliever for part of the time, and then you turned him into a starter, and then you had a six-man rotation. And so I know, um, and then you wanted to save his arm. You only pitched him for five or six innings or so most times. So a lot of that is uh, by design. A lot of it was because of how Christian Javier pitches. He throws for a lot of strikeouts, so he's not going to pitch a lot of innings. But I really think that the Astros can easily settle on that um, 3.25 million there. But with Tucker, that's going to be a little bit different. And I think that this is why we're not going to see them reach a agreement on extension. Unfortunately, as much as I would love to see Kyle Tucker here, and I hope that I'm wrong, but that's a big difference. Like when you see Kyle Tucker evaluating himself at $7.5 million here, then you have um, 5.5 valuation here. It's just like going in front of Shark Tank and Mark Cuban's like, well, uh, I don't see your evaluation there. And I just don't think that uh, we can uh, match that. And so I think that, yes, you can maybe split the way and say 1.25 million, making it 6.25 million for Kyle Tucker. But are you going to do this every year? He, he's up for arbitration. 
And this is this a battle you want to keep on uh, fighting? So you definitely want to go ahead and try to work out extension now. The contracts are going up, up, up. So I think that the Astros are going to do whatever it takes to try to get a long-term deal, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to because I think he's going to be expecting the moon, and he should be because he is a rising star. He's probably going to be one of the best players, um, not named Alvarez or Altuve, on this team. Yeah, um, I, I think I think you you're right, Javier. You you see that you can maybe there's a, the basis for uh, working out an extension with him, um, Fromber, just because he's already signed uh, the one year contract um, at the uh, at the number they agreed upon. You could still go back. Um, you see that where they they continue to they they work out the the first year and then they go back and um, and work on right. the remaining extension uh, and the remaining years. So um, hopefully a good sign with Fromber and Javier that they can work out something. Maybe uh, you know a five to six year extension with both of those guys. Tucker, um, you know from everything we heard, there was some suggestion that uh, the Astros tried to reach a deal uh, with Tucker last summer, the same way they did with uh, Jordan and, uh, and that the Astros had come up a little shorter uh, on, on, on the cash side that, that Tucker was expecting. So um, you can see here the difference in the value um, of the Astros. I'm a little surprised by that. Um, but uh, you know, you go in there and you ask, this is the second year Kyle Tucker's done that. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think Kyle Tucker's got high expectations. I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to bet on yourself. And I think he's got a good argument. And and so especially um, with the shift going away, he's going to rake this year. Yeah, I think the Astros need to uh, be a little bit more aggressive uh, with their offers to Kyle Tucker. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. And it would help. It would help, it would if, help if we had a GM. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it would help if they have a GM and the Astros are have the worst GM in baseball because they don't have a GM. And uh, f- hopefully they're able to uh, find one. I'm sure Jim Crane is keeping up with his promise. And in January, he's looking for a GM. And according to Ken Rosenthal, with unnamed sources, people that can't come out and say it yet, but uh, he's in talks with uh, former Marlins president of baseball operations, Michael Hill, who has spent the past two seasons uh, with the uh, as the senior vice president of on-field operations at, with MLB. Also, he's been talking to Atlanta Bra- Braves vice president of scouting, Dana Brown, who's overseeing the drafting of, of outfielder Michael Harris II. Uh, infielder Vaughn Grissom and uh, right-hander Spencer Strider. So those are some big names that are helping the Braves right now. So if you want somebody to build up your farm system, maybe Dana Brown is the person. And then former uh, Saint San Francisco Giants general manager Bobby Evans is already he's already interviewed with the Astros before. Uh, he's also, um, I think he hired at, he, he interviewed the same time that click did, but they went with click, but he's also been hired again, uh, for this round. So those are some names we know, uh, there's, I'm sure there's some other names we have not heard about, but, um, I would say that, uh, if you're looking to improve the farm system, especially after depleting it because of, um, being so good for so many years, I think you got to go Brown. 
Yeah, um, I'm not sure that Michael Hill is the best talent evaluator I've ever seen um, during his time at uh, with the Marlins. I'm not. I'm not sure. If, you know, it's who, the Marlins, who, <laughs> right? But um, some of the trades he pulled down uh, the trade for Christian Yelich, the trade for uh, Giancarlo Stanton um, didn't really return get the return that uh, one would hope. Um, and so I'm I'm not sure if he JT Real Muto uh, was a I believe he could have had better offers on the table, right? Than than uh, the ones he he did, and um, so I, I'm not sure that Michael Hill is the best talent evaluator, and I don't know if I would want him uh, if he's going to be there if he would be the right fit in Houston. Uh, Dana Brown makes a lot of sense for all the reasons you already talked about. Um, he. Uh, is that he is that talent evaluator. He, uh, he can help uh, replenish a, a farm system pretty quickly. Um, uh, interesting fact about Dana Brown is he is, um, I believe he played on the Seton hall team with Craig Biggio in college. Yeah. So um, that might be a little nugget that, uh, that could uh, sway him to come to Houston. Maybe. Um, you think Biggio's with uh, giving him text? Hey, come to Houston. I will be your assistant gen- general manager or, Assistant to assistant to assistant general manager. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I don't know their relationship, so I mean, uh, maybe they hated each other. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but you know, maybe they were best friends. Uh, you know that uh, that Seton Hall team had uh, Mo Vaughn, John Valentin, Craig Biggio, pretty good. But uh, Dana Brown is the all time games played leader for Seton Hall. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then Bobby Evans. Um, I think he's a pretty solid choice. Uh, have no problem if Bobby Evans is the guy. Um, but I was a little surprised that Michael Hill's name was on there. Um, you know, it's not up to me, but if it was, Dana Brown sure looks like an appealing uh, appealing name there. Yeah, so, um, but considering the Astros don't have a GM, they have made a lot of moves this offseason. They did bring back Michael Brantley. They did sign Jose Abreu. They brought back Rafael Montero and they did make a lot of signings in the international free agent market. And so I know um, that there's people specifically for that. That's not necessarily just the GM, but um, they did sign two of the top, uh, what, 15 or huh? top 20, two of the top 21 batters. Yeah, two top 21 uh, prospects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one of them was uh, a shortstop Camilio uh, Diaz. And the other one was outfielder um, Eduardo Perez. And uh, then you have, uh, sorry, Esmil Esmil Valencia. Valencia. Yeah, Yeah, he was the uh, top one. So he was uh, number 21. And then Diaz was number 17. So uh, Diaz got 2.25 million. And then Valencia received 1.1 million. So uh, the Astros are really high on Diaz. He has uh, plus bat speed, good approach, uh, good plate recognitions. And uh, he's got a strong frame. He's he plays shortstop. Could probably play third base. Um, overall, he's decent runner, solid arm. Uh, Valencia is a, a compact and strong-bodied corner outfielder. Uh, he can he has some power potential. Hits the ball with authority to all fields and wild scouts with his overall offensive prowess. So that's just something that they have to offer. Then they offer they went ahead and signed Eduardo Perez. Uh, Yudi, Lariano, Herman, Ramirez, Joan, Ogando, Juan, Sierra, Rafael, Gonzalez, and Sandro Herrera. 
Yeah, so nine nine in total, but two of the top uh, 21 uh, players overall. Um, you know, these are young 16-year-olds that right. we're talking about. So any uh, unless they're going to be the Ronald Acuna Juan Soto types, they're probably five years away, four or five years away from uh, being even close to the uh, to the majors. Um, but you know, we'll see. Interesting to interesting a couple names there to follow, and uh, and don't forget that Framer Valdez and Christian Javier they only signed for ten thousand dollars as international free agents. So don't don't let the big money just kind of make you think that that means they're going to be good players or bad players. So you could always find a diamonds in a rough. And uh, that's what the Astros did with those two players. Yeah. Well, lots of, a lot of uh, Astros business getting taken care of this week, signing six players uh, to their um, arbitration numbers. We got uh, Javier and Tucker out there, hopefully uh, negotiating long-term extension behind the scenes uh, where, you know, once we get a GM, he'll uh, you know, to sign up, he'll be ready to go and, and uh, we're signing international prospects. So lots of stuff uh, going on this week. Lots of good Astros business. We got spring training right around the corner. Next week, we'll be talking about Hall of Fame and uh, whether or not uh, we think Billy Wagner is going to be, be able to get in there. Um, how about a Wagner update there, Eric? What's uh, what's the latest? Uh, well, his numbers have actually gone up. I think last week it was like 71.4. This week, he's at 72.6 with 41.4% of the ballots known. So that's about 156 ballots. And so he basically needs to get 76.7% of the remaining balance uh, ballots to go ahead and get to that 75% mark. And I know uh, you kind of look at this and you're like, okay, well, there's a 5% kind of... Um, Usually it drops about 5% yeah. uh, after all the ballots come right. out. But um, but he's getting closer and I think he'll eventually get in. Yeah, to close off the show, I do want to bring up a really feel-good story. Uh, Rylan Freeman, do you know who he is? He's no, a guy that caught J.J. Medjevic's first home run. And remember, uh, in exchange for it, he got a Justin Verlander jersey and a whole bunch of autograph. Yeah, the great negotiator out in the yeah. outfield. I remember that. So he actually got to meet J.J. Medjevic at the, on the caravan and uh, got to take a picture with him. So that was pretty cool. And so not only did he catch a home run, but he also got to get all this memorabilia. But now he got a picture with J.J. So that that's cool experience. So Yeah, I saw J.J. and uh, what, David Hensley and Jose Arquiti out at the – uh, at Minmay Park, yeah, and uh, Jose Arquiti's about to have his first uh, baby girl, Alana, right. I believe. So, um, congrats to uh, the Arquiti family. And something that uh, we didn't—I don't think we talked about on last week—but Chaz McCormick enga uh, is engaged now. So, uh, he's—it um, was a, a cute little uh, proposal. He had uh, roses on a beach everywhere, and um, and so it was just a cute little proposal. So. Um, makes guys that have to propose in the future like me uh, be like, oh, crap, what am I have to live <laughs> up to? So anyway, that's all we got for this edition of Talking Strohs podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. Find me at Eric Talk Strohs. You can find the show at Talking Strohs. And Brandon, where can they find you at? I'm Brandon Del Castillo, the baseball lawyer. You can find me on Twitter at B-Ball Lawyer. And don't forget to check out Gallery Sports. It's not just about Houston sports. It's about all the sports. And uh, more is coming. Uh, to gallery sports so go check us out and uh, we'll be back next week with another edition and ghost rose ghost rose